Hello. Welcome again to another video of Words of Encouragement by Pastor Deborah here in the Zoom studio with a motion picture or motion video by Pixabay. This is going to be the word of encouragement for you. Number 22. I can't believe how much we are learning and growing just through words of encouragement. So you be welcomed and you have your listening ears on. You have your eyes to watch. The motion video you see behind me is just a visual to help you see maybe things you do not see in the realm of the spirit. That's where Pastor Deborah does a lot of work. That's where all our faiths and religions are talking about. Oh, we use our physical bodies to try to worship this and serve something in the realm of the spirit. Some god or spirit or ancestor that we cannot see, but sometimes we can hear them. And sometimes some of us can actually see and interact and go places with these spirits, these ancestors. Or maybe it's a god. This word of encouragement, number 22, is to help you be encouraged that if you get snookered, you get deceived. What you think is a nice, benevolent, loving spirit. It may not be. Pastor Deborah had to learn that. So let's begin. First, let's begin with a little prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, open the eyes and the heart of those that are listening, that they may see and hear things that have been hidden from them in the realm of the Spirit. Help them so that they will not be deceived and follow after another voice that's not yours. Or that they will give place in their life. Maybe even invite the spirit in. To become one with them. Help them father. To see what the truth is. About the voices they may hear. The visions they may see in a dream. Whether they are what they actually are. Or are they a deception. A bewitchment, trying to trap them, deceive them, enslave them, torture them, and vex them. Help them, Father, through this word of encouragement, that they will know the truth. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, in this video, this word of encouragement, number 22, I have entitled it, Do You Believe? Every spirit is of the Holy God, the Lord of Christ Jesus. 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, of King David, of King Solomon. Do you believe that the spirit that you are talking to is of them or not? Many people who profess to be in contact with the realm of the spirit, they are not sure. They'll tell you it's God's voice. There's this one particular person who puts themselves out as a prophet of God and that they take trips in the realm of the spirit, which is a truth and which does happen. They said they had this ability since they were born, and that is true, for it came through the generations of their ancestors. It was passed on to them in the womb, so they would continue to be a prophet. And a prophet means one who hears the voice or sees a God. And then tells you who does not hear or know this God like they do. Well, I asked God about this person. If they were a true prophet of his. And if they were hearing from him. Because they missed it here lately. Big time. They say God said this. And it didn't happen. And they said God said this would happen. And it didn't happen. And they would get angry. At you who didn't believe them that they were a prophet of God. So I asked God, what's going on? Did you tell that person who's talking through a, to us on YouTube, videos, and podcasts, and is putting themselves out as a prophet of God? Did you say that to them about this event that was to happen? And it did not happen. Did you say that? I said, they said you did. They told us you did. And they backed it up with their long years of hearing you. Traveling to your kingdom. Had this since their youth. So I asked him. Now God talks to me. He always has. I don't know why, but I guess I just wanted to have a relationship with him. And my heart was pure because it didn't want to be lied to or bewitched or deceived. So God told me that he didn't say that to that person. That person had a familiar spirit that was familiar with the family. It was a spirit of bewitchment, divination. Mm-hmm. Spirit of seducing, spirit of perversion, all rolled up into one. But they didn't know that. Since they had it as a child, and they won't tell you that their great, great, maybe great ancestor also had the gift. And it was passed down through the family lines. So I learned, but I had to ask questions. So I would not be deceived or upset when whatever they said was going to happen didn't happen. Because I have to go right to the source. And this video is to help us to do that.
I have many spirits talk to me. I have human spirits that are from other people talk to me. I have demons talk to me. I've had Satan himself talk to me. And I have a spirit and it talks. I've had angels talk to me. Mm -hmm. It's a busy place, that world of the spirit. Now, there are lots of spirits in it of all kinds, of human nature, of angels, of gods or so-called gods. Mm -hmm. What? Do animals have spirits? No, they have a soul, but they can be inhabited by a spiritual entity that goes into the dirt and will talk through it. I've had that happen. Are what? Are there spirits in trees and rivers and lakes and sacred places? Yes, there are. Because those spirits desire to claim that piece of territory as theirs. And the reason is the God who created that earthly land called earth. He says, I own it by right of creation. Those spirits who are inhabiting that territory, they desire worship from humanity for being the god or goddess of that water, that grove. That tree. Mm -hmm. Some spirits are called different names. Energies. Mm -hmm. Forces. Ancestors. Mm -hmm. And so the spirit realm is all around us. It's a part of our life. Many people seek out people who profess to be in connection to it. They go to psychics, tarot card readers. They go to palm readers, to wizards, to witches, to high priests, mm -hmm. to prophets, who all claim to be in deep connection to a spiritual entity that speaks to them, shows them things, helps them so they can help you. The spirit world is always here. It's very busy and working. Pastor Deborah found that out. When I was coming out of mental health counseling, we don't talk about spirits, the spiritual world, prophets in mental health counseling. In fact, they believe if you hear a voice in here, you have some mental health problems and you probably need lots of medication. Mm -hmm. And many people do hear voices. And sometimes it is their own soul or their own spirit that has been fragmented and disassociated due to trauma, abuse, fear, through programming. Mm -hmm. 
That happens all the time. But then there's others that they say that didn't happen, but they've always had this connection to the other world. Uh-huh. Go watch the movie Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. You'll see something. Go watch the movie The End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That'll help you. Go watch the trilogy called The Matrix. You learn a lot about the realm of the Matrix, where there are entities, programs that are not of the regular world. Mm-hmm. Study wizards, magicians. Study the ancient high priest of the Druids. Study the wizards and the magicians of the Egyptians that always were around. Study the shamans, the medicine women, the witch doctors. People have been working with the realm of the spirit since the days of our beginning. And some of us have better connections to them. So this word of encouragement is to help you. Not to be deceived, bewitched, controlled, fooled. Because there is help for you. And that's what this word of encouragement is about. And we're going to use the scripture. 1 John 4, 1 through 6. Out of the authorized King James Version. This I had to learn to do myself. As a believer in Christ Jesus. As the son of God. The living Son, the Christ, the Messiah. I had to learn this. I had to learn how to apply it in my life. To the voices I was hearing. The things I was seeing. Mm -hmm. I had to learn to listen to people's souls talking. To determine what spirit was coming through them. Then I had to learn how to look with my spiritual eyes. Behind a person. And see what was spiritually there. Leading them and guiding them. Ruling them. Maybe vexing them and tormenting them. I had to hear with spiritual ears. Voices that nobody else could hear. I had to learn how to hear God's voice. Angels' voices. Demons. Satan. Hurting and vexed and lost. Human spirits. It took a lot of work for me because I was coming out of mental health counseling. We didn't believe in that. You didn't get taught that in master school. There was no questions on the state licensing exam. And you definitely didn't talk about it. Ask any questions to your clients. Because that was superstition. That was not a part of somebody's mental health. And counseling with them. Mm -hmm. So let's look at 1 John 4. 1 through 6. The spiritual test. Verse 1. This is John who had been an apostle. A student. A disciple of Christ Jesus. He was a young man. Probably older when he wrote this. And he said beloved. That means to all those that are believers. Believers. In Christ Jesus. Believe not 
every spirit. Whoa, right there. Hmm. How many of you have ever heard that? How many prophets have done this test with God? The one I listened to back in, oh, I don't know, many months ago. I guess she didn't do it. She just believed. He believed that the voice was God. And if you challenge them, they got mad at you for challenging them. But spiritually, try and test the spirits, whether they are of God, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of King David, the God of King Solomon, the God of the Holy Bible, the God and the Father of Christ Jesus, the creator of all life. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Wow. Just there in verse 1, I learned some truth that will help me to be encouraged so I won't be bewitched or deceived, tricked. Follow another voice. I learn not to trust every spirit. Not even one that says it's God or the Holy Spirit or an angel. Mm -mm. Even in my dreams. But I'm to test them and try them. Because now John is telling us many false prophets, people who speak for God have gone out into the world. It happened back in his days, still happening today in our world. Verse 2, hereby is how you will know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses, admits that Jesus Christ is come, has come, in the flesh is of God. You have to ask that question of the spirit. I've done that many times. And then other times I forgot the test. And I almost got in major trouble. But God was gracious to me to help me. Verse 3. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. Is of God. And this is the spirit. Of Antichrist. So we're learning that a prophet. Could have a spirit of above Antichrist. That's something. A spirit that is against. Adversary. An enemy. Of Christ. Well you would have to know who Christ is. To know. Who his enemies would be. Do you know. Who Jesus Christ is. And what that means. That Jesus is the Christ. Peter told us that. Back in the four gospels. He said you are Christ. The son. Of the living God. The word Christ means anointed. King. The Messiah. The one who will come and save us. So you're going to ask a spirit who's talking to you or you see. 
Did this Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, who was the word of God made flesh, did he come to the earth in a human body? Did he walk among us? Did he teach us and show us the father's heart and desires? Did he show us the kingdom of heaven? Did that happen? And you have to listen for the answer. Because we need to know that it was told and prophesied that this Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, would come, was coming. We were told that in the Old Testament. Isaiah was a great preacher of that, that he was coming. And he should come. And now was here. Even now, Christ Jesus is here. He's not in the flesh anymore as we used to know him. Pastor Deborah never knew him in the flesh like the early apostles did. I've only known him in his resurrected form. And his glorious and righteous form that he was before he got into the dirt. And became one of us. So the spirit has to say, yeah, he came. And he is here now in the world. In this resurrected form. And he is the son of the living God. And he sits on the right hand of his father. The king of the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4 continues. You are of God little children, and have overcome them, these antichrist spirits, because greater is he, this Christ, that's in you, in your spirit, than he, the antichrist spirit, that is in the world. We are told right there that this Christ desires to be in our spirit. And we're also told that the spirits of the Antichrist are in the world. And you betcha they want to be in your spirit. They want to take the place of Christ Jesus to you. To your spirit, to your soul. And then they will teach you and speak to you everything that's anti, against Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Verse 5, they, these antichrist spirits, are of the world. That's here. Well, what world is that? The one that Satan has created. Here, called the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of ignorance. Here, that's surrounding, controlling this world. The world of death, disease, and hate. Corruption and lust and jealousy and hate and diseases, torment, vexing. That world, that world of sin against the laws of God. Did you know Satan was originally Lucifer, the son of the morning, the son of the first age? He was given the keys to protect And defend 
the presence of God from all evil and wickedness. He was given the keys to hell. He knew about hell, to death and the grave. And he had the authority to put you in it, keep you locked up, and not allow you into the presence of God because of your sinful spiritual nature. That was his job. He was given those keys I learned recently. But when Christ Jesus went to the cross, paid the price for all of humanity, for all of time, he went into hell himself, covered by sin. And Satan goes, I got you. You're not Christ, the son of the living God. You're not supposed to be filled with sin. But when he got to hell and after a, a little while of torment, the Holy Spirit returned because he could go into hell. And he took back and gave the keys to hell, death, and the grave to Christ. Christ's sin was lifted off because he, he himself did not sin. It was a covering, a disguise to get him into hell. And once the punishment by God had been done and accepted in the court of the universe for all of humanity, the sin could be lifted off and the real Christ who was innocent and pure Showed up in hell. Walked up to the throne where Lucifer had become Satan. Where Satan was residing with the keys of hell, death, and the grave. The authority, the dominion to keep people in, to take people there. If he could get them to sin. If he could keep them out of the presence of God due to their sinful nature. He still would control them. But Christ Jesus went down there and he got the keys. And before he left planet Earth, Christ Jesus said, Here, Pastor Deborah, I give you the keys to hell, death, and the grave. Now you protect my presence. You help people not to go there. The authority and dominion of hell, death, and the grave belong to you now. You are the protectors of my presence. You can let people in or let people out because you can forgive them as I did and apply my forgiveness to them. Mm -hmm. So these antichrist spirits, they're of this earthly world and the world of the realm of the spirit. Therefore, John is telling us, speak they of the world. And those that are of the spirit of Antichrist are influenced by them. They vote for them. You might hear words like global citizen, collective unity, globalization, peace. You might hear that we're all one. And everybody deserves to be something. And that there's no absolute, there's no real man or real woman. And there's no real sin, sins of religion. Oh, and if you break the law, you know, we need to be kind to you and just let you out. The people that carry the antichrist spirit 
they listen to these spirits in themselves. Oh, yeah. The Antichrist spirit is in people. It's not only in the world, working behind the scenes, working through governments and laws, through prime ministers and presidents, through governors, all kinds of community boards and trust. It's also working through parents, through abuse, through Lies and corruption through drugs. Mm-hmm. The Antichrist is against love and forgiveness. And it's at work. And John is telling us here in verse 5. These Antichrist spirits speak in the world. And those of the world listen to them. And they're influenced. They're guided. They're directed. By these voices of the Antichrist. These people, which are human, hear them. These Antichrist spirits. And these spirits of Antichrist that are in the world, in people, influencing things, controlling things. They are not of God, of the kingdom of heaven. They are not of God, of Christ Jesus the son of the living God. This motion video by Pixabay sort of gives you a replica of what the Antichrist spirits might look like in the realm of the spirit. They have voices. They have bodies. They are influencers. They have an agenda. They work for Satan. They are against God of love, joy, and peace. They've been down here forever. They're mad. They're losing territory and people and spirits. They're losing their control so they get madder. But they keep steadily working. Working through schools. Healthcare. Working through governments. Parents. Working to hurt the next generation. The children, they work through poverty, work through lack, and they also work through the rich. Verse 6, we are of God, John is telling us. That's the spiritual man that knows God. Now you have to define what John's talking about. Which God? The God of this world? He's got a little J. Maybe a God that somebody else says is of another faith or religion. Maybe a prophet becomes a God. And that's all you listen to. And you follow the prophet. And you have actually elevated a prophet higher than God. Or made him equal to God. A prophet is just a messenger. For God who is not able to talk to or be heard by other people spiritually. So John is telling us that a spiritual man who knows God hears God's voice. And we'll hear John teaching us those who have Christ Jesus 
in them have to learn this test. And they have to try the spirits they're listening to. Whether it's a pastor, an imam, a prophet, Bible study teacher, a Bible college professor. You have to ask God, are they one of yours? You should ask every prophet that question. But they won't allow you to do that because you would be challenging them. And most of the prophets of God on any religion are deceived themselves. They have familiar spirits of Antichrist. He that is not of God, John tells us, they don't listen to, they don't believe in following this God of the Bible. They are followers of the Antichrist. And the Antichrist spirit does not come alone. He brings familiar spirits, seducing spirits, spirits of perversion. Uh He brings spirits along with him. He's sort of the kingpin. He's sort of the strong man. And under the strong man of the Antichrist, he has many. And they adapt to your culture, to your faith, to your sex or no sex. He adapts to governments. He doesn't come alone. He comes with a myriad of angels of other spirits. The word angel just means messenger. If he has to heal you through demonic ways, occult healing, psychic healings, chakras, crystals, essential oils, mm-hmm. doing yoga positions, he will use anything but the word of God because he is trying to get the glory. Deceive you that something other than Christ Jesus, the son of the living God, and his word healed you. John is telling us, be aware. There's other spirits out here. And they're talking to us. Test them. Try them. Put them to the test. You will see and learn about one of my times when I did this. And I failed the first time. It's called the Garden Hose Story. It's on the website in the section called The Kingdom of Love, of Godly Love. It's in Volume 1 of Prayer and Fasting called The Garden Hose. Excellent story. I want you to read it. I'll put it in the description down below for you. So John is telling us that those who have the spirit of Antichrist and his Myriad is many, his legions of other evil spirits. They do not hear God. They will not listen to a true prophet and messenger of God. And hereby, John is telling us how we will know if this is the spirit of truth. Or the spirit of error. Oh yes, there is a spirit of error that comes along with 
the Antichrist spirit is to get you into error. Maybe he changes one word of the scriptures. Just one. Leaves out one. Or he gets a denominational professor to make a commentary on the scriptures. And they give you a denominational definition that is based on their position papers and belief. The spirit of error is acting. And it's always working. And it's a part of the legion, the spirit of Antichrist. So please be encouraged. John is trying to help you. So you will not be deceived or bewitched. Even if you don't believe yet in Jesus Christ as the son of the living God, the one true God, and you believe in other gods or other things, you can still apply the test. Mm -hmm. If it's a spirit of God himself, his Holy Spirit, his word, Christ Jesus, one of his angels that did not fall from glory. They do not mind you testing them. They are happy and glad to answer your questions. They don't want you to be deceived, drawn astray, in error. They will happily answer. I want to tell you a quick story how that worked. Years ago, I knew I had to become one with God. I had to have God deep on the inside of me, filling me up to fullness, helping my spirit, overflowing in my spirit, his glory, his righteousness. I didn't know how to do it, but I knew I needed that relationship. So I prayed for it. So one night I'm up on in Canada on vacation with family, laying next to my husband. And I hear in the spirit a voice say to me, I want to be one with you. I go, oh, no. A spirit is talking to me and he wants to be one with me. I knew what that meant. He wanted to come inside of me. But I thought I already had the Holy Spirit in there. So I said, I knew this test of John. So I said, what master do you serve? She says, I serve the Lord. I go, that's not good enough. What Lord do you serve? And the spirit said, I serve the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the son of the living God, who came to earth in physical form, went to a cross, was crucified, went into hell, and was resurrected born again in his glorified state and now sits on the right hand of the father the king of the kingdom of heaven i serve that lord and he christ the son of the living god who came to earth is my lord and master so you pass the test okay you can come in and we will be one what i didn't know at the time I did feel this explosion inside of me. What I didn't know 
was I already had the Holy Spirit in there. But he was allowed and given permission by me, by my free will, after he passed the test of trying the Spirit to explode himself, grow bigger, invade more of my Spirit, become more one with my Spirit than he had been. Because he cannot do that and he will not do that without your permission. If you will notice in many, many movies, these spirits have to ask you, I want to be one with you. I want to come in and protect you and provide for you and watch over you. And many people want that. So they let them in through many different ways. They give them place. So I had to learn this test. So I want you to be encouraged. There is help for you. So you will not be deceived by this kind of spirit. The Antichrist spirit and his legions of evil, demonic and wicked spirits. Or even by a human spirit who does not serve yet this Lord Jesus Christ. Because they and their spirit have the Antichrist spirit and legions of evil demonic spirits. I don't want that for you. Because then we have to go and cast them out. And they hurt your spirit. They will shape it and form it into reptiles. You will believe you're just nothing but a dog or a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That you're a vicious animal. You're not human. You're not of God. That loves you. You're just a beast. I don't want that for you. So be encouraged. There's hope for you and help. If you will learn the test. And apply it. It's here for you. Even if you don't believe yet in Christ Jesus, God will help you. So you will not be deceived, bewitched, snookered, taken over. Mm -hmm. And when you have dreams and you think a beautiful man or a woman or something's coming to you and loving you, having intimate sex with you, that's not God or Christ Jesus. Many people know this, that run the governments, the politicians, political leaders, business leaders, bankers, human traffickers, drug cartels, big pharma. They know what they're serving. They have been promised money and riches, pleasures forevermore. And they have been promised whatever their heart desires. And their soul is desiring this. And they pass it on through their children. And once when one person dies, the familiar spirit takes what was in one and moves it to the next. And on and on this world goes with no ending. So be aware. Be encouraged. There's hope for you. To test and try the spirits of Antichrist. They're here. 
the legions that work under him, they're here on earth now. But there is help for you. I hope that next time we meet, you will be a little wiser, a little bit more educated. Father, help them to take these words that I just spoke and apply them in their life. Help them, Father. They can't do this without you. Be about your work, your business, fulfilling your desires of your heart and people here in this world where the Antichrist spirit and his legions of demons are at work. Father, you know them. Help them. So you be encouraged. There is hope for you. And you're not alone in this battle. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. See you again. Bye.